0: Hello, and welcome to Connecting
1: with Mike and Adrian. We will explore stories and personal experiences that have strengthened our connections
0: in hopes that they strengthen yours. Hello, and welcome to Connecting with Mike and Adrian. We're your hosts,
1: Adrian Olson and Mike Olson.
0: So, the last few days, we've been trying to start and stop. Recording this episode, which I actually find very ironic. Yes. Because we've chosen spontaneity as the topic. And I've been trying to work some notes or get some structure <laughs> <laughs> in order to prepare for recording this episode. And funny enough, that isn't working well.
1: Well, I, I think because it's hard to be spontaneous and structured at the same time, right? I mean, because we could write out the whole thing, figure it all out, everything we're going to say, bullet point to the nth degree, but then is it spontaneous and is that how we should be running this episode?
0: Well, that's not why we wanted to talk about it. Right. So the reason we thought to talk about it and the reason it even made our brainstorm list Is that about 32 years ago? (laughs) Yeah. You bamboozled me (laughs) into putting it in our wedding vows.
1: I did. We wrote our own vows. And I said, hey, let's put in there spontaneous and fun. I promise. Yeah. I promise to be spontaneous and fun. Yeah. Along, you know, other things as well. And people thought that was a little unique. And definitely people went, what? (laughs) What did they say?
0: (laughs) <laughs> but I think promises people make to one another publicly or privately are important mm-hmm. and that we chose to single out spontaneity and fun is a signal to why we wanted to talk about it today.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's important to to have that as one of the many things that, that we focus on in our relationship is to be spontaneous, to have that as, as kind of just a, a checkpoint, a reminder perhaps. I
0: know for a fact that I am less naturally spontaneous than you are.
1: Yeah, I would agree.
0: But I also would not say that either of us are tens on a scale of one to 10 being a really predominant spontaneous person.
1: Right. I would agree. Yeah. We're,
0: We're somewhere in the middle. But I think the reason we chose to put them in our wedding vows and the reason we talk about being spontaneous and bring it up sometimes is that we think there's value in taking a look at it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I think some people are just more spontaneous than others naturally. Mm-hmm. I think we can, it's like other things that we've talked about on the podcast, that it's a skill that you could practice. Right. And you could implement it more in your daily life if you found value and wanted to. Yeah. I know for me, I think I am actually getting less spontaneous <laughs> <laughs> as I get older. And I was more spontaneous in my youth. And I don't know why that is, Um But if friends would say, hey, let's go to a movie on opening night. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, Yeah. I mean, like right right, right. now, you know, not like, you know, on Friday, not the planning piece of it, because I excel at the planning piece.
1: (laughs) No doubt about that.
0: So um, or hey, let's drive to Duluth or let's, you know, jump in the car and do that. Like all those spontaneous things. I feel like I was much more able to say yes or had a culture of that when I was younger. So I think it's important, at least for me, to be thinking, why am I less spontaneous now?
1: Yeah. And I would agree. I mean, as I look back and search my memory banks for my images and thoughts of you in our younger years, I would I would definitely see that. I mean, as I look at you as the college person that you were, oh yeah, Adrian would be up for that. Yeah. Yeah. There'd be no, there'd be a question in my mind. Oh yeah. If I come up with some crazy ideas, oh, okay, let's go. Let's go do it, right? Yeah. And and that would definitely be the definition of spontaneity We're just, okay, let's just go. Right. Yeah. I, on the other hand, definitely would do things just like that, um, but very calculated. I think I'm a calculated, spontaneous person. So Hmm. I I would have, you know, the idea to go do something, but then I would definitely want to think it through. Like I, I wouldn't just like totally wing it. You know, there would be a plan formulating in my head. I wouldn't just say, let's drive to Duluth. No, I'd be considering, oh, is the gas tank full? What time are we leaving? Um, where are we eating? What are we Which doing? Which isn't you know, really spontaneous. It's about. not. But but the, the act of just going there, mm-hmm. that would be the spontaneous part. So, I
0: wonder if um, uh, Tanner used to do improv. Right. When he was in elementary school, he was on a team that did improv. And I feel like that's a really great example of spontaneity because yeah. the rule, as I understand it with improv is you say yes. And that's the whole thing about improv. You're with someone else right. or, or a group and someone tosses out an idea and you say yes. And, and then you kind of add to
1: it. So it forces in the next thing.
0: Well, it, it is the example of being spontaneous. So if someone were to say to you, um, hey, you want to go out after work? You would say, yes. And where are we going? You know, where do right. you want to meet? Okay. A- and you would just go with it. That would be the spontaneous piece, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. Someone would say you're sitting on the couch just watching TV in a lovely Minnesota winter and it's 10 or 11 p.m. And someone says, hey, let's just throw on our boots and go walk in the snow. Right. And you say yes to that. So that's where, where I was trying to make a parallel between that improv other than when someone says at 11 o'clock, Hey, you want to put our winter stuff on and go walk in this beautiful snow? Like, Hmm, well, it's dark, it's cold, (laughs) I was just thinking about going to bed. Sure. All the it's a no work reason. night or a school night. And then the, the whole list goes the on. And excuses come and on. up. Yeah. And, you know, certainly there's a time and place for sure. ass- assessing risk <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> or assessing whether something has value. But I think if you have that mindset of an improv actor and someone else proposes something to you, maybe consider. Saying yes more than saying no. That would be a big change in someone's
1: life. Yeah, I think that pushes pushes your boundaries, tests your limits a little bit. Obviously, do things that's safe, that are legal, that are fun, whatever that doesn't hurt anybody. Yes, um, but but then yeah, I, I t- maybe take that risk and and do it.
0: I think especially it could be really beneficial to if you have kids at home to model that with your kids. Mm-hmm. If they come up with a little idea because spontaneity doesn't have to be a big, huge thing like, Hey, let's move across the ocean to another country.
1: (laughs) Right. That'd be extreme. Yeah.
0: You know, and so if the kids say, Hey, let's, um, build a container and catch caterpillars and watch them turn into butterflies. Instead of saying no to that, maybe, maybe be spontaneous to say yes, be spontaneous Mm -hmm. and say, yeah, we can, we can do that. Especially if you're saying no to your kids a lot.
1: Right.
0: Find that one thing that sparks their interest. Even if it's like, oh, I thought sometime it'd be fun to ride our bikes and go to Dairy Queen. <laughs> go, well, let's do that right now. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Let's let's do it. I mean, could you imagine the surprise in their eyes of just ge- being given permission to have an idea? To and reinforce then,
1: that idea? To say, and then to
0: just go with it?
1: Yeah. I think that gives them great great strength and and great value to go, not only did you listen, you heard me, you said yes, and we're going to do this. And, And I think that does a lot for the individual, be it if you're a child or an adult, to have someone affirm an idea that you've had, whether it's out there or not, and to just to run with it. I think we all like to be affirmed. So I think that's a great example and a, and a great thing to to say, you know what, I'm going to say yes this time. You know what, maybe I am tired. Maybe I, I do want to throw the jammies on or maybe I was just starting to settle down ahead a long day. But this is time that we've got now that we could be together and we could do something that we can't get back.
0: And it might just be that modeling that encourages them to be more spontaneous in their own life as well, whether with their friends or as they get older.
1: Right. Because if it's affirmed and accepted, they're more likely to try it again and say, you know what, I've got another good idea. Let's let's do this. And not everything is going to be a yes, obviously. But to not have to hear no, 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 we all get tired of hearing those two letters. And
0: could you tweak it a bit too? I mean, even if your partner said, hey, let's go for a midnight run, you right, know, whatever, right. you know, split the difference. Like, can we go at 10? Can we go at, you know, <laughs> right, I right. mean, maybe it isn't just a no right away. Yeah. Maybe being spontaneous could be going with the person's idea and then tweaking it a little bit.
1: Right. I mean, because things happen, right? I mean, there are schedules out there. Gosh, that's a great idea. But I really, I got this thing I got to do at X time. Can we do it like... Before, after, or whatever. I, I'm all in, but I've got this hard thing I gotta do, this hard stop. So yeah, that that works. I think so. You know, when I look back to high school and trying to think of some spontaneous things that that we did, I remember sometimes on Friday night going, What do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? Right? You know, back and forth, back and forth. What do you want to do? And out of nowhere, sometimes somebody would say, Hey let's just drive to St. Paul. Now, we didn't live in St. Paul. We lived in Minneapolis-Richfield area. And so St. Paul was like another country to us. <laughs> you know, <laughs> As we'd... you widen your circle of experience, <laughs> right? Right. right? right. Yeah. right. We, we didn't know the roads and the streets. And sometimes in St. Paul, there's a, there's a lot of streets that are kind of crazy angles and stuff and, and one ways and th- things that we just were not used to. And so on a Friday night, it's dark out, we would just hop in the car and, we would drive to St. Paul and see if we can make it back. <laughs>
0: I mean, and this was also before GPS on your cell phone, right? And we, there was no cell phone. Yeah, maybe your parent had a ma- real paper map
1: in, the glove, in the glove compartment, compartment right. of your
0: car that you could take out if you get
1: desperate. Yeah, you might pull into a gas station and ask, maybe, maybe, but the the. You know, the game was, can we find our way out? How far into St. Paul could we get? You know, we'll go downtown and we just go all over, you know, drive by the Witch's Tower and, and there's these different landmarks and try to find our way out. Especially That's very
0: spontaneous, was no, yeah. I think.
1: So, So that was kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, we enjoyed that.
0: For sure. Now, what do you think are some reasons that prevent people from being spontaneous?
1: I think fear of the unknown is probably kind of a big one. Because yeah, if
0: someone said, "Hey, you want to go bowling, and you've never been right? you don't have any experience. you don't even know how to keep score or what the point is.
1: Yeah, you don't want to be embarrassed. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that that I think I think that's a, a valid one. um liking schedules, liking things defined, planned out. I mean, you're a very planned out hey, and watch it, mister. Person. You're speaking my level which. <laughs> is very very organized and planned out, and you like right. to do things and, and in Slime a certain way. Right,
0: and spontaneity is out of structure, right. in, my, in, in my mind, you're I mean, I can't. It. You're you're breaking your structure. You're breaking your schedule intentionally to do something else. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't you're, sound spontaneous. You're taking that <laughs> schedule
1: and you're throwing it into the shredder.
0: <laughs> yes, yes.
1: <laughs> so I I think for individuals like that, that can be tough to let go and go. Well, I, I was going to do my laundry and then I was going to do dishes. Plans I, or the or,
0: schedule, real right, or imagined.
1: Was, I already had this all worked out in my head how the evening was going to go. Mm-hmm. And now you want to do what? <laughs> wait, I, I don't, that doesn't work in my schedule. But, but yet, can't the laundry wait? Can't the dishes wait for an experience?
0: Right. And the value of saying yes to that other person and bonding with them over their ask of your time and attention is triple fold.
1: It really is because everybody lights up when someone says, oh yeah, when you give someone your attention, I mean, who doesn't like to be paid attention to, right? I mean, we all want to be noticed. We don't want to be seen as invisible in the room. And so when somebody says yes to something like that and they and they step out of their comfort zone for you, I, I think that's good. But I think it's I think it can be hard. It can be hard.
0: I think what also prevents some people from being spontaneous is the level of risk. Yeah. I mean I think of some things we did younger that we wouldn't consider now and you kind of say it's amazing we all made it to adulthood
1: sure sure you
0: know so there certainly is um there could be a level of danger whether it's like uh the kids here like to drive up north and then cliff jump into lakes yeah you know and like that could be dangerous somebody might not be on board for that level right of buy-in for a spontaneous event Mm -hmm. so i think it's really important too to value everybody's participation at whatever level.
1: Right. I mean, because safety is definitely part of it. I mean, people call me Mr. Safety. So, yeah, I'm always looking at the safety angle for sure. I want to be spontaneous, but yet what's the risk? I I think predictability too. You know, we as humans are pretty predictable. We like our routines. We like things to be the same. And spontaneity just flies in the face of that. Mm -hmm. Like you said, it's totally breaking those routines. When I think of a, another thing maybe I did was, and it's related to cars again, I spent a lot of time with cars in high school, is that one day I decided just to rebuild a car. <laughs> I had no experience. I mean, I had tuned up my car before. Dad shot, you know told me how to tune up a car, you know, change the spark plugs, change the points back then, all that good stuff, but never really rebuilt a car. So I thought, hey, I want to rebuild my car. I want it to look nice. So I did. So I ripped the engine out, totally rebuilt it, redid the body, had no experience, but I did that on a spontaneous thing going, I just want to do it. And so I did it.
0: Do you know what that reminds me? Well, it reminds me of the time that you and I watched one DVD and then thought we could tile a shower.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. I
0: mean, we had no experience tiling. True, true. And, and really no one was injured while we no. tiled the shower. It was yeah. perfectly usable, but... That piece of spontaneity I'd love to recapture. uh-huh. the like, um, I can't fail. Right. Part of it.
1: Yeah, I think that was the attitude, right? We're just going for it.
0: Oh yeah, we're like, we need this shower tiled. And we were newly married, it was before kids even, and we're like, so let's do do it. Let's learn how to do it. Are you taking apart a car or any other right. thing you took apart when you were younger in your mom's house that she's like, okay, that's <laughs> great, but put it back together. It's going to work again. I mean, yeah. that you just didn't, when you're in that spontaneous moment, I think you're also not really thinking you could fail. You're just going with it.
1: Yeah. And
0: if it doesn't work out, because there isn't, that plant laid out plan there is no end game
1: right that's true
0: so you can't really fail because what what is the point of whatever it is that mm-hmm. you're trying to do you're just gonna do it and what however it turns out is the end result
1: right it's it's so experience based I think too a lot of it right is you're It's going to do something, whatever that may be. Maybe it is actually ripping down a car and putting it back together. But I think a lot of times spontaneity is going somewhere, doing something, um, taking a different route somewhere. You know, back when I used to commute and drive somewhere every day, it would get old. And I'm like, you know. I'm going to take a different route today, and 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 go.
0: See, all you need now is Google, because Google will tell you to go a different way. <laughs> right. <laughs> Every day, the traffic is it's going to assess the traffic. That's not spontaneous. No, so that's no, no, no. Doing no. as Google says.
1: Right, right, right. But there are so many ways to get somewhere. Right. And so, why not go a different route? try it, check it out. Maybe you'll find some. Maybe you'll find a restaurant you never saw before. You know, when I used to travel a lot. For business, it was nice to be able to go out and try new restaurants. That would kind of be the goal. It's always risky because you don't know what you're going to run into. Yeah, sure. Some, you know, some weren't Sometimes, you know, hopefully not food meals, poisoning but, or yeah, something. Yeah, but, but, but they were just okay, but yeah, not great. But looking for that mom and pop restaurant, not the chain, you know, sometimes it's nice to have the comfort of a chain because you know it's the same food, it's going you get you're ex- going to get what you're expecting, right? Usually. But to try that mom pop chain, especially barbecue because I like barbecue and I like pizza, and so I'd always be trying these independents, and that was always fun to me to see what I could find nearby. Yeah, enjoyed that.
0: Yeah, that's fun. I think for me trying to be spontaneous is a way to practice being more flexible and relaxed about things. Yeah. Cuz I can get pretty uptight about some stuff.
1: Mhm.
0: And so I think I'd like to try to just be aware of when spontaneity is offered to me or I feel an urge to say something spontaneous to just get, give myself the green light, uh-huh, and to just do it and then maybe assess how how it went.
1: Right. Because then you can learn from it and course correct. I think as I've gotten older, I've done more of the speaking part of the spontaneous part of this. Because as I was younger, I would be, you know, having a harder time to communicate with people, not being comfortable talking to strangers and Mm. saying things, right? And now through realizing that it's not gonna end the world if I say the wrong thing or if I say something stupid and and whatever, because maybe I'll never see that person again and, and I'll live through it somehow. But I think just saying those spontaneous good thoughts that come into my head, you know, I mean just to be there for someone. Like like today I was at the uh, at the grocery store and the the as I was checking out and the the woman who was you know scanning my food says well, uh, how was your day? And I said, Oh, I said, I'm having a great day. I said, How about you? And, and I said it like that with with intention. And, and I turned my head and looked her right in the eyes. And she's like, I'm not having such a great day. Oh. And I was like, You know, and she said that to everybody, I'm sure, today, right? She's probably said that to maybe 50 to 100 people. But I, being more spontaneous than I used to be, I would just, it would go, you know i just said the thing that that hit me and and gave her the look and looked her in the eye and she's like i had a rough night last night and i said oh i'm really sorry to hear that and you know no details or anything but i just was very empathetic to her and let let her know that i was there and i and i cared and i listened and and then as i left i said you know i hope that you have a better night tonight and a fantastic day tomorrow Oh, she that's said she said, thanks. And, you know, and I couldn't have done that if I hadn't been spontaneous over the years with the things I said and and be less guarded of the things I say to people for fear of sounding dumb or being embarrassed or laughed at. Right. So I think communication can be spontaneous, too, not just going somewhere.
0: Isn't that interesting? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that takes practice, like you said, to be comfortable with that.
0: See, and then I would say I'm more spontaneous in conversation. Yes, than you have been. So that's like a role reversal.
1: (laughs) It is. We've, We've been talking about that. Is that that as time has progressed, it seems that I'm becoming more extroverted in relationships with people, and you're becoming more introverted. It's just kind of interesting.
0: Yeah, it's it's fascinating, and it's fascinating to take an outside view and and look at those things mm-hmm. right because right. we can change our behavior we can learn new skills and things but you can't do any of that unless you know where you where your starting point is right so with spontaneity i think it would be important for folks to just think about am i a spontaneous person or not a spontaneous person how about my children or my parents or my siblings right. how about my partner, or you know, spouse, or loved one, and how, are we spontaneous together? What could, what could that add to our relationship if we tried intentionally to be a little bit more spontaneous, or to say that yes, and mm-hmm. if something organically comes, bubbles up, and you just say yes, wouldn't your partner maybe be surprised? That, right. you said, that you said <laughs> yes to them about something they're like what hey I'm, I'm gonna go for a bike ride would you like to join me and you say yes and you usually say no
1: right yeah so try try changing that right yeah I, I think i think it helps with you know the knowing yourself part to to step back like you say and look at your routines and and how routine your routines are i know that's redundant but but uh, <laughs> But but I think that's important to look at it from two steps back and go, yeah, I really am routined in this. And how do I respond when people ask these questions? How many times do I say no? You know, when somebody says, Hey, you want to go do this? Nah, 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 nah. Hey, you want to go over here? Let's go to the library. Nah, 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 nah. You want to go to the movie? Nah, 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 nah. And maybe say, Hey, wait a minute. I just said no. Or I said, nah. I said, I backed off again. And then maybe say yes. You know, to, I think to push ourselves to be more spontaneous I think is so helpful because it opens up the doors to new experiences, number one. It helps build those stronger relationships with those around us, whether we know them or don't know them, And but it builds those relationships. And I think it helps us to be more relaxed, to be more free, and so that when the unknown thing hits us that's out of our control, because that happens in life, stuff just lands in your lap and then you have to make decisions and deal with it. Whatever it is for good or for bad. I think when we are more spontaneous, we have the ability to maybe deal with it better because we've done the practice runs of being spontaneous. and you know sometimes when you're spontaneous and you make a plan, especially if you're going on a trip somewhere, sometimes you have to change your mind. You go, "Oh, that didn't work. We couldn't find a hotel. I had to sleep in the car, right? Or, oh, look, you know, the road's closed. It's flooded out, right? So there's always these course corrections and, and changes you have to make. And when you're spontaneous and, you're, and you force yourself into that situation, you learn to be a better adapter, to be able to course correct maybe without all that stress that comes with it. The freak out maybe gets a little bit less. I mean, we we can all panic when things go crazy and we get overwhelmed. But I think experience will teach us to take that deep breath and go, wait a minute.
0: Yeah, it could possibly help us to keep that all more in balance or Mm -hmm. in moderation.
1: Yeah, yeah, I really think so.
0: Do you think that you could make a list of activities you could like brainstorm a list of activities that you're willing to try or do that you could be ready with or that would not be spontaneous
1: i i'm all for that because asking
0: for a friend
1: (laughs) (laughs) i think i would call that spontaneous but yet somewhat planned because
0: okay but i Of one to ten, if you were a one, that would probably bump you to a two or three. Oh, uh, absolutely! So there's room for everybody here.
1: I I think so because it it puts you in the in the batter box. Let's call it that. The batter box response eighty. So that when the pitch comes, and the pitch could either be somebody asking you to do something, right? Because now you've got the mindset. At least you've got this list that says, "Hey, I would like to do this sometime." You know, kind of like a bucket list, but a little bit easier I'd like to try
0: kayaking or
1: something. Right. So at least you're in the batter box when the question comes up. Or if you go, huh, I've got an hour or three today that's not scheduled out. I'm going to pull out that list. I'm going to go do that. And try something new. Right. So I I think that's... That piece could be spontaneous. I think it is. I think it is. It's for those of us who are organized or those who are... Organized and like lists and like to have everything scheduled. I think that's a good gateway to spontaneity.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm a work in progress, everybody. I think it also would be fun to think, you know, you were kind of reminiscing about when you were younger. um, And I think it would be beneficial to think about times when you yourself were spontaneous Right? Yeah. Like, so everybody just think a moment about a time maybe when you were spontaneous and something really, truly amazing happened.
1: Right. Yeah. What was that experience like?
0: Yeah. That could really power you t- and encourage you to be more spontaneous. Cause I loved how what you said about then finding new restaurants or new, new mm-hmm. places to go. Or we just noticed that there was, uh, whole facility transformation here in the cities to pickleball courts. Right. And I mean, Oh, up until probably like a year or two ago, I didn't even know what pickleball was. Right. And now we have like facilities designated as just, you just go there and play pickleball. Right. But that could be a new experience. And, and you might never know that pickleball existed unless you went a different way. And then saw the facility and thought, what's that? Looked it up on the internet.
1: Right. (laughs) And
0: then thought, hey, let's try a pickleball or whatever it is.
1: Whatever this thing is that you've been thinking about going, huh, someday. I think that's the key indicator there, right? Maybe one of those key indicators is when you say someday I'd like to. Put that on a list. Yeah, and get, get that down on paper. And then maybe stick that on the refrigerator or put it on the mirror or, you know, in your car taped somewhere that. It reminds you to, oh, yeah, I wanted to do that. And and then make it happen because some days often don't come. They're, so, they're not guaranteed. Yeah, they're not. So I think getting it down on paper and not forgetting because many times I go, oh, yeah, I always wanted to do that. And then I totally forgot about it because there's so much going on. The list is long, right? So, yeah. So I know we – put that in our vows, and I kind of suckered you into that spontaneous and fun thing. (laughs) But I truly believe that those reminders in life are so helpful because it is so easy to go through our routines day in, day out, Punch the clock, punch the schedule, get the kids to wherever they got to do the sport thing, the school thing, the class thing, or, or, you know, or de- just work day work. after
0: day after day, whatever right. your shift is, if it's a Monday through Friday, and then on the weekend, you're just recuperating for the next Monday through yep. Friday.
1: Yep. All those re- Repeating schedules. And then that becomes our life. And it just, it just goes. And I love those moments that are different than that. I mean, I try to enjoy every moment in life, but I think spontaneity forces us to jazz it up, to spice it up a little bit, and to make things interesting. And And I think to make a conscious choice, and, and why I wanted that in our vows is because it then becomes a conscious thing. I mean, we have joked about this for years. We've talked about it for years. Yeah,
0: you've never held it over my head, but you have brought it up. I have like, <laughs> you know, which is a good reminder, like, hey— you did promise to be spontaneous and fun. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, is this that?
1: Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm calling the coin. Yeah, now. <laughs>
0: thanks for pointing it out. I wasn't aware that's what we were talking about. Right.
1: So, so I think that's helpful to to all of us to to remember and to be looking for those reminders and to to step out of the routine and be willing to do that because I think we find so much joy in life when we break from that routine. Not that you can't have joy in what you do, but those unusual moments, I think, are the ones that we recount the most to our friends and to our family. Oh, you remember when? That usually means something unique happened and you're going to hear some really cool story. And that was probably a spontaneous thing that happened. That's my guess.
0: Yeah. So wherever you are on the scale of one to 10, this week or in the coming days, maybe just try to turn up one notch. it's time for word of the day from Mikey
1: O. All right. So it's not a really unique word, but I love this word and it fits right in. And I think that we don't use this word often enough, but it really applies today. The word is whim, W-H-I-M. And from the Webster's 1913 dictionary, a sudden turn or start of the mind, a temporary eccentricity. A fancy, a capricious notion. I love that because what do we say Well, we're going to be spontaneous? We did something on a whim, right? And and I think we need to use that more and be more whimsical in the things we do, right?
0: Yeah. Like, what was the last part? You're going to be fancy and
1: uh, a capricious notion.
0: Yeah, that sounds great.
1: Yeah. So sign me up for that. Let's do it on a whim.
0: Thanks for joining us today. We hope that this episode encourages you to explore ways to deepen and strengthen your relationships. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts or listen to us on our website, connectingwithma.com. Remember to hit the like button and tell a friend.